Donald Trump wins the Iowa caucus and Anthony Fauci wins the right, at least for now, to remain free, despite his admission that he's been lying through his teeth. Those are our stories on today's World News Brief. It's good to be with you. I'm Bob Siegel, your host for this week. Well, the election is officially underway, even though they've been campaigning all last year. We had the Iowa caucus. Ramaswamy has already suspended his campaign, throwing his support to Donald Trump. And you got to admire this guy. He said he would not allow his name to be on any ballot in any state that didn't put Trump there. Now, it could be argued that he could afford to say that since he knew he wasn't going to win any of these primaries anyway. But I do like this guy all in all. Don't agree with everything he says, but all in all, I like him and I'm glad he gave his support to Donald Trump. The two that came behind Donald Trump were Ron DeSantis at 21%, Nikki Haley at 19%. Even their scores combined did not equal Trump, who brought in a whopping 51% of the vote. Now, some people think that Democrats must be looking at this and they must be terrified, but they're not. They know what's going on. They know that Biden has been an abysmal excuse for a president. They know that when people compare Trump to Biden, there's nothing to even think about. Heck, if they compared Bart Simpson to Biden, there would be nothing to even think about. But they're not worried because they stole the election last time. They plan to steal it this time. Let me tell you something. I know they deny it, and I know they want to accuse you of being an election denier like it's some derogatory phrase, even though the Democrats denied that Trump had won the election against Hillary the entire four years was in office. That was okay. But what Democrats deny today, they admit tomorrow. The day will come when they will admit that they cheated against Donald Trump. They'll revel in it. They'll brag about it. They're pretty open with trying to keep his name off the ballots right now. We already had a Secretary of State in Maine declare that he could not go on the ballot. And we had a court in Colorado declare that he could not go on the ballot. This in the name of democracy. To preserve democracy for the sake of democracy, we're not going to allow half the people in our state to vote for the candidate of their choice. And they claim that's because Trump is guilty of insurrection, even though he has not been found guilty of insurrection in any court. He has not even been charged with insurrection in any court. And even if that was the case, it would be Congress's responsibility to remove him from the ballots, not some judges, not some secretary of state who's full of herself. I've gone through this with you before, but we probably couldn't do it too many times. When the day comes, and it will, that they admit to having cheated, they will justify it by saying Trump was another Hitler. If you could have kept Hitler off the ballot by cheating, wouldn't you have done so? Yeah, I would have done that. I would have done what I could to keep Hitler off the ballot. But the party which believes in infanticide, the party with such a radical left wing that it emboldens protesters who call for the genocide of Jews, the party which talks about redistribution of wealth, that wants to curtail your First Amendment and Second Amendment, the party that is acting like the Nazis will always accuse the opponent of being a Nazi. What Democrats accuse you of, they are doing themselves. But there's other news this week. 
As you recall, in 2020, we shut down an entire republic over a virus with a 99% recovery rate. And there were a lot of reasons, but one of them was that we listened to Dr. Anthony Fauci, who became quite popular and quite public. And even Trump, who I liked as a president, but was naive, did believe that if he could find the best people and the most qualified people and the most skilled people that he ought to listen to them. That was his skill set as a businessman. It's understandable. So he put Fauci up there, but later came to regret it, later came to renounce him. Anyway, this former COVID czar, Dr. Anthony Fauci, gave a closed-door testimony before Congress last week. I'm using as my source the Washington Post, and they were the ones who called him the COVID czar. Good nickname. Pandemic Chair Representative Brad Wenstrup, a Republican from Ohio, talked about how much Fauci doesn't seem to recall about the start of the pandemic. Well, as you know, not recalling something is code for not wanting to perjure yourself. These hearings are not over yet, but so far they've been going on, as I said, closed door. And here are the words of the New York Post. On social distancing, it seems he's admitted the whole thing was completely fake from the start. The idea was everyone staying six feet away from each other would slow the virus spread. From that flowed the need, quote unquote, to close businesses, shut schools, and generally emiserate average Americans. Yet, Fauci, in Winstrup's words, said the six-foot guidelines sort of just appeared without meaningful scientific input and likely not based on scientific data. Of course, the six-foot rule was only part of it. We had the masks, which at first Fauci admitted made no difference whatsoever. Then he came back and said we should wear them. Then he came back and said we should wear two of them. According to the Post, the closed-door testimony is only the start. He's slated to speak at a public hearing as well. The man should go to jail. Now, I mentioned at the top of the program that he won't. (laughs) What I mean is I'd be very surprised if he does. And obviously nobody's talking about jail at the moment. Well, some of them are. Senator Rand Paul is calling for that. He should go to jail. Now look, even when I thought the guy was sincere, you remember me on the radio often and publicly saying, why are we listening to this man that none of us even elected? How are the Democrats going to deal with this information? They're going to blame it all on Trump. Well, these guidelines and these shutdowns, they came from Trump. No, they didn't. There was a recommendation, a recommendation for just a couple of weeks to slow the curve. And that recommendation did not have teeth in it. The teeth were put in by our governors. Trump was a advised to do this. He went ahead and did it. But then he would say things at his press conferences like, I don't want the cure to be worse than the disease. And he was blasted over that, accused of not caring about lives. And he wasn't the only one. Many of my Facebook friends had serious problems with me because I was claiming that we should quit worrying about this and get on with our lives. I wasn't a COVID denier. I actually got COVID several times. It wasn't so bad with me. It wasn't so bad for my wife. It was like a bad case of the flu. But I know somebody who died of COVID. I know people that were in the hospital over COVID. I did take it seriously. But my friends, we shut down our whole country over this. And Trump was not the one responsible for that. The Democratic governors, for the most part, were responsible 
responsible for that. Some Republican governors too. In California and in Michigan, it was disgraceful. In New York, it was disgraceful. But they'll blame Trump with their historical revision. The same Trump that they tried to challenge when he was telling us that we should lighten up and that these government guidelines were only guidelines. Trump did not want to see businesses closed down. Yes, they recommended doing that for a couple of weeks, but they had money to pay them back. But then these states just went on and on and on with it. How many businesses went under as a result of Fauci's lies? How many people with other medical conditions were denied admission to the hospitals? Will he really be held accountable? Will he go to prison? Will we even hear an apology from him? I don't think so. And that's sad. But what's not sad is that the truth is coming out. And yet this is a truth that we could have heard at any time from other doctors and experts, experts in the field of pandemics who were removed from YouTube, removed from Facebook, people that put up posts labeled misinformation. And now the truth, which we could have seen at any time, is being admitted to, but without apology, without accountability. I don't think Fauci will see any jail time. I don't think we'll hear an apology from Fauci. And that's our story on today's World News Brief. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.